I'm Michelle Boyd, ex-careerist turned work-enriching life advocate. After experiencing burnout and craving more meaning, I walked away from my career of 15 years to reconnect to myself and design a work life I love. Welcome to The Well Podcast, all about work-enriching life. A place for droplets of inspiration, ideas to lift you up and make you feel well, well. Tune in to hear my guests share their work evolution experiences and mindset hacks from me, your host, trained coach, hypnotherapist, and meditation teacher, and founder of Floetic. Let's get started. In this episode of The Well Podcast, I'm going to be talking to you all about the idea that there isn't one reality, that you are in fact creating your reality and that you have the ability to shift your experience day to day. This is really valuable information and I wanted to share it with you because once you know this, you understand that you are in fact incredibly powerful and that you really are the controller of your experience every single day. And the stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you in today's podcast is really why pessimism perpetuates and optimism continues to grow. And if you are not happy with the reality that you're experiencing every single day of your life, that you know that you in fact have the power to create a different reality. And that is pretty powerful stuff. So let's dive in and let's get started. So the first idea that we're going to be talking about today is the fact that there isn't one reality. You are not experiencing the same world as the person next to you. In fact, every single one of the many billions of human beings that are on the planet today are not experiencing the same reality. And the reality that you choose every moment to moment, you are absolutely creating. Now that can be quite confronting because you can certainly sit there and say, well, I don't choose for this person in my life to pass away or for me to be made redundant or for this accident to happen or for this global pandemic to take place. I didn't create those things. However, what you're taking from those incidences is what you're making your reality up from. And that is where you have complete power. So how does this actually work? So every single second, we have 2 million bits of information, of sensory information that hits our senses. So 2 million bits of information about what you could be seeing, hearing, tasting, smelling, and feeling. This is a vast amount of information. And if we were consciously aware of these 2 million bits, we'd absolutely have overload. We wouldn't be able to make our way through our day and make decisions and progress if we were processing consciously 2 million bits of information every single second. So our brain is very clever. What it does is it actually filters out the vast majority of it so that we're only ever consciously aware of 138 bits of that information. Now, if you do the sums and you kind of calculate it, it's it's less than half a percent. So every single second, we are only consciously aware of half a percent less than of the sensory information that is 
available to us. And just a note that when we're talking about this, we're talking sensory information, what comes in through your five senses and what is processed by the left part of your brain. Now, there is also the information that comes in by the right side of the brain, the intuition, the other ways that we source information from the world around us. And different people have different levels of sensitivity and ability to tap in and to receive that information. But the purposes of today's podcast, we're just talking about the very black and white sensory information that comes in and is processed by the left-hand side of our brain. So every single second, if we are only ever working from less than half a percent of the information that is actually available to us out there in the world, you can understand why you are never experiencing the same reality as the person next to you. Because we are never taking the same 138 bits of information. And you see this play out in the world around us. So you can have policemen come and interview people after an accident or a robbery, and they will not recall the same information. One of them may be able to say that this individual had a certain hair color. Somebody else will notice the jacket they were wearing. Maybe some were aware of the sound of a mobile phone that rang or whatever it might be. It's never the same information. And it's just quite simply because we're not taking the same bits of information through our senses. We're not consciously aware of exactly those same bits. So you are constructing your reality based on the 138 bits of sensory information that you allow yourself to be aware of every single moment of your day. And this is why we do not see the world the same, and we never will. You can never expect the person next to you to experience the world the same as you. They're just not working from the same information. And so when you find yourself potentially in an argument or a disagreement, or you find that you just, there is definitely a block between you and someone else, Have a little bit of compassion because you are literally not singing from the same song sheet. So that's the first thing. We are not all experiencing the same reality. So how are we creating the reality that we're seeing? So we filter out most of that sensory information to get us from that 2 million bits all the way down to that 138 bits. And we have a whole bunch of filters that are doing this for us. So we filter around our belief systems, our values, the experiences we've had, the language we use, our meta programs, which are a more evolved version of a way that we understand the world and the way our personality plays out in the world. We also do it on time and space. There's so many ways that we filter. And of course, Our filters are set up differently to the person next to us. So again, that's why we will never filter through the same bits of information. But there is a part of the brain that is primarily responsible for this filtering process. And that is called the reticulator activating system. And you'll find the reticulator activating system down kind of at the base of your brain, above your neck, bottom of the the brain at the back. And its job is to filter out that information so that you are only consciously aware of those 138 bits every single moment. And it has all of these filters available to it, but essentially it has one guiding principle. And that guiding principle is it will give you the information 
that is important to you. And it makes sense. Why give you all this information that isn't important to you every moment? Let's give you the stuff that's most important and therefore the most useful. Okay, so how does it go about deciding what's most important? It's quite simple. The first one is anything that's going to keep your physical body safe. Because one of the biggest prime directives of your unconscious mind, and we haven't spoken that much about the unconscious mind, but we will in other podcasts, is that it's there to protect your body. It's to get you safely through life. So in this instance, what that means is if you find yourself, for example, crossing the road, you will, in that 138 bits of information, get the sensory information that allows you to see the cars, hear the cars, and safely get yourself across the road. So the first bit is anything that's going to keep your physical body safe. And then the second way that it determines what's important to you And this is the key part, my friends, is what you focus on. Let me repeat that. The reticulator activating system believes that what is important to you is what you focus on. And it has a very simple way of approaching this. Whatever you focus on, it gives you more of. And so this is why I say that pessimism perpetuates and optimism grows. Because if you are focusing on negative things, you're going to get more negative things. And if you focus on positive things, you're going to get more positive things. Now, I don't like to keep categorizing things as positive and negative and good and bad. That doesn't allow us to have the many shades of gray that life is about. But for the purposes of this, you can understand what I'm saying. So it will always give you more of what you focus on. And that's effectively a programming that you are putting in place. So let's see how that plays out. So you will, we all know this scenario, you have decided to buy a new car. And so for a period of time, you have been looking at cars online. You've been talking about it with your friends. You've been thinking about the color. You've been looking at the engine capacity and the fuel consumption, and you've been test driving the car, and then you eventually buy the car. And then All of a sudden, it's like every single person you pass is driving that car. You'd never previously noticed many of those cars on the road, but now they are absolutely everywhere you go. And I think we all know that scenario. Now, they were always there. There isn't suddenly, because you bought this car, more of those cars on the road. It's just that you're being shown that they are. That information wasn't previously coming through into those 138 bits because It wasn't important for you to see those cars because you had never programmed yourself that this was relevant for you. But now, because you have been focusing on it so deeply for so long, that's exactly what you're being shown. This is also, you'll see this play out again when you meet someone and you start to fall in love with somebody and you think they're absolutely the bee's knees and you totally have those rose-tinted glasses on. And those rose-tinted glasses are real. It's the programming that's sitting in your reticulator activating system. Because you have focused on all of the ways that this person is amazing, that you're going to fall in love, have a wonderful life together, make babies, and it's going to be wonderful. And so the reticulator activating system shows you more of that. So of all the information available to you, you're just going to be getting the bits that confirm this person is absolutely wonderful and perfect for you. And yet your friends are standing on the sidelines going, what is she doing? Why is she dating that guy? 
And it's quite simply because they're observing different bits of information. Again, when you decide that somebody doesn't like you, all you see is this evidence that they don't like you. But it's powerful because you can decide to focus on something else. So why is all of this important? So, okay, we're only getting a very small amount of the information that comes through and we get what we focus on. Well, what happens next? Well, when that information is in our conscious awareness, we process it. And what we do, first of all, is we create an internal representation based on that information. And that's essentially where we apply meaning. So let's say part of the information that gets through in a conversation is you see a glance that the person you're talking to gives you and you see that glance and you assign a meaning that means that they don't agree with what you just said. And you'll assign that meaning because perhaps you've seen that glance before in the past and that's what you decided it meant then. So every time you see that type of glance, you think it means somebody doesn't agree with you. And you're going to see that glance because you've kind of programmed your reticulator activating system that that's an important bit of information because that's one of the things you focus on. So every time you see that glance, you think somebody doesn't agree with you. What happens next is that now that you've got a meaning is that you experience an emotion. And so for you, that emotion might be anger that they don't agree with you. So now you're experiencing anger. And then once you have an emotion, you have a physiological response. So in this case, it may well be that your face flushes red and you feel that heat go through your body and you've kind of got that urge to almost to fight. And so just from this piece of sensory information, this glance, you've created a meaning that they don't agree with you. You're suddenly angry and you're experiencing a physiological response. And then the final component is that you will behave and respond in a way that is appropriate or to you makes sense based on that information. Now, if we choose the bits of information that we're aware of, and then we're very careful about how we apply meaning, it gives us an incredible amount of power. Because in the same way that there is no one reality We are never experiencing the same reality. Equally, nothing has meaning other than what we assign it. We make a decision very early on in life about what things mean. And then we continue to run those exact same programs. That glance means this. When I see that, this means this. And this is the way that we live our lives. So really, you are always going to get more of the same. And so you might be sat there and you might be saying, okay, that's all very well and good, but shit happens. Shit happens and it feels shit. And that is absolutely true. And life isn't about feeling happy all the time. It's about experiencing all of the emotions and all of the experiences of being human. But in every single one of those situations, you can still be aware of different things. So let's take an example of grief. Let's take an example of if you lose somebody close to you. If you have programmed yourself to see more of the negative, that experience might be very colored by 
things that went wrong in the hospital or the time that you didn't get to spend with that person or a part of a conversation that wasn't particularly loving towards the end or there's many aspects. Alternatively, if you're actually seeking out the other information, you might see the information that shows that this person had a great life and they were looked after really well to the end. And that in fact, your last moments, although they were shorter than you would have liked, were in fact very enriching and you had a wonderful conversation and that the way that they touched your hand and the last look that they gave you was incredibly loving and meant something. And there's so many ways that we can cut and dice this, but you can see how the way that you then experience a just certain incident or scenario in your world, the reality of it can in fact be quite different. So we know that there isn't one reality and then we now understand how it is that we're creating our reality. So how is it that we shift it? How do we actually take this into our everyday and make it useful? So there's really two key places in this process where you can have influence. So the first one is that you influence the actual information that you're consciously aware of. You influence what sits in that 138 bits of sensory information every single second. And the second part is that you actually affect how it is that you respond to that information. So let's take the first part. How do we reprogram our articulator activating system around what we focus on? It's simply a case of choosing what you focus on. Do you choose to focus on the deemed positive things or do you choose to focus on the negative things? And there's a few simple, simple tools that you will be entirely aware of, but this is why they're useful. So the first one is gratitude. If you wake up every day and you take literally a few seconds to be grateful for the things in your life, what you're doing is you're continuing to program what's important to you. So if you say, I am really thankful for all the people that love me and show me care and attention, for argument's sake, you're going to be shown more evidence of people who love you and care for you and show you attention. So gratitude is a wonderful tool. Equally, This is how affirmations work. It's part of why they are valuable. Because when you use an affirmation, you are making a statement about what you are focusing on. So whether you say something like, I am strong and confident, for argument's sake, first one that came to my mind, then you will be given evidence throughout your day of you being strong and confident and it will contribute towards that self-image of you being strong and confident. And a lot of the work that we do also in hypnotherapy with suggestions, which are very similar to affirmations, also helps with this work. And it's really just noticing what it is you're focusing on and just taking a moment to go, what else could I draw my attention to? And you'll see this sometimes when you're talking to friends or you're in a certain environment, there will be something that you are entirely not aware of. And it could be something really big physically in the space that you're in. And as soon as your friend says, hey, look at the so-and-so, 
all of a sudden it's brought into your focus. And in the same way that someone else can do that for you, you can do it for yourself. You can choose to find certain things to focus on. And this snowballs over time because you continue to program, you continue to show what's important and you continue to see more. So that's the first place is programming your reticular activating system around what you focus on and what's important to you. And the second place is looking at what you do with the information when you've got it. So in that moment, just pausing and having the awareness to go, what is the meaning that I have assigned to this piece of information? And then asking yourself, what are all the other things that this piece of information could mean? And there is usually an unlimitless list of what that information can mean. And challenge yourself to see the other meanings rather than the place that you go to immediately. Because as soon as you start to open that up and appreciate that there's so much more other possible meanings, because nothing has a meaning other than the meaning that you choose to give it and that you have over the course of your life learnt to give it, you suddenly have an incredible amount of power. Because in that moment, when you see that glance and you say, oh, they don't agree with me, perhaps you choose to give that the meaning of, I haven't explained myself as effectively as I could. And then rather than getting angry, what you're able to do is in fact give them further information and communicate better. And as you start to change the meaning, you then have the power over the emotion that you feel. And then you have the power over the physiology that you experience. And there's another last note that I actually want to make here. And that is that when we talk about you assign a meaning, you get an emotion, and then there's a physiological response, that isn't linear. It doesn't just run in that direction it can run the other way as well. So even if you haven't stopped yourself and realized the meaning and you don't really know how you got to the emotion that you got to, but if you don't like the emotion that you're feeling, you can easily change your state, change your emotional state by simply changing your physiology. And when you change and you move the position of your body, you do shift the emotion. And you will have heard me say it so many times before because it's one of my favorite facts from NLP, from Neuro Linguistic Programming. And that is that emotions only last for 90 seconds. And you can just shift that with your physiology. And if you've ever seen the TED Talks around the power poses, and a power pose is one that will give you confidence. So if you put your hands on your hips, bring your shoulders back and put your legs a little bit wider than hip distance apart, you will feel powerful. So if you're feeling shy, nervous, a bit sad, if you put yourself physically in that position, you're going to feel different. If you're sitting down and you're feeling a bit lethargic, get up and bounce around, change your physiology, change the emotion, and fundamentally you change the whole of your experience. So let's just recap really, really quickly. There is not one version of reality. You are experiencing your version and it's not the same as anyone else. 
And that is because you are unconsciously selecting the very small amount, the less than half a percent of the 2 million bits of sensory information that are coming in through your senses. You're selecting the 138 bits that you are consciously aware of every single moment. You're making that selection primarily based on what's important to you, which is influenced by what you focus on, which is what, why the more that you focus on something, the more you're going to get more of it. And it just perpetuates. The way that you shift it is twofold. You change what you focus on. You can use gratitude, affirmations, and actually actively changing what you take your attention on. And the other part is once you've got that information, become aware of how you apply meaning and looking at how that plays out through your emotions and your physiology, knowing that you can always change the way you feel, shift that state and that emotion by shifting your physiology in any moment. And that, my friends, is why you are incredibly powerful and you entirely get to choose and shape the experience that you are having moment to moment in this life. So I work with people who are looking for the next phase of their life. They're ready to shift into something new and I help them reconnect to themselves so they can work out what is next and create a life that really, really enriches theirs and everyone else around them. So if you yourself are considering perhaps a career evolution and looking at something completely different, grab my free workbook and roadmap, Should I Leave My Career? And you'll find that link in the show notes. And also, if you feel like you need the money to be able to make a big change, then you'll hear me sometimes talk about the fuck off fund. And that's essentially a glorious pot of money that allows you to walk away from what you're doing and start something completely new that makes you much happier. If you want to learn how to build yours, you can join my free masterclass in January. So you can build yours and make 2021 your new career year. Pre-register through the link in the show notes.